0: This is Victory Lane with Reverend Lawrence Gray Sr., Associate Minister of Grace Bible Fellowship, Antioch, California, where Kirkland A. Smith is the senior pastor. Now, Victory Lane.
1: Welcome to Victory Lane. I am your host, Reverend Lawrence Gray. Our subject today, we're going to talk about temptation. We're going to be using a variety of scriptures. My, uh, I encourage you to get your Bibles, your notebooks, your pen and your paper because we're going down uh, into the ocean floor and we're going to go deep into the Word of God and there's going to be a lot of information I'm going to share with you regarding this subject of temptation. Amen? Amen. And what is the one challenge we face every day? All of us face this one challenge every day and it's called temptation. What do you do when you're tempted? What do you do when you are tested? How how to resist temptation? Because temptation is attractive. It's alluring. It's intriguing. It's seductive. It's scrumptious. And it's mouth-watering. It's fascinating. And it's magnetic. Temptation. Temptation. Let's look at the origin of temptation. How did this all come about? Turn with me in your Bibles to Isaiah, the 14th chapter. We're going to be reading verses 12 through 15, and I'm reading from the King James Version of the Bible. If you have another translation that is as well, it just as good, okay? How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which did weakest the nation? So, the 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 author of temptation is this devil named Lucifer. And it says in verse 13, For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. So Satan is God beside himself and he says, I will ascend into heaven and exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also above the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will sit above the congregation of heaven. He's an an angel. Okay, Lucifer. Verse 14. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. I'm going to ascend myself above the clouds of heaven. And I will be like the most high. I am the created being of God. I am Lucifer. But I want to be more than God. I will be like the most high. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell to the sides of the pit. Because that's what's going to happen in the end. For Satan. Amen? Amen. Now, let's look at verse... Ezekiel, chapter 28, verses 13 through 19. Ezekiel 28, verses 13 through 19. We're talking about Satan. Thou hast been in Eden... The garden of God. Every precious stone was thy covering. The sardius, topaz, and the diamond, the beryl, the ox, and the jasper, the sapphire, the emerald, and the Car- carbuncle, and gold. The workmanship of thy tibers and of thy pipes were prepared in thee in the day that thou wast created. So God created this angel called Lucifer. And this angel named Lucifer was so beautiful. He was the most beautiful angel in heaven. He was a created being. And that his being encompassed him with all these uh, uh, precious jewels. The Sardius, the Topaz, and the Diamond, the Burl, the Jasper, Sapphire, the Emerald. Satan was a beautiful angel in heaven. He was beautiful the day God created him. Lucifer was beautiful. And he said this about Satan. Thou art the anointed sheriff that covered. You are the anointed angel that I have created. And I have set thee so thou wast upon the holy mountain of God. I put you in the midst of the holy mountain of God, Lucifer. You were the chosen angel. You were so beautiful. And God said in 14, thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. You were so beautiful, you could walk on fire. Thou was perfect. Verse 15, Ezekiel 28. Thou was perfect in thy ways from the day that thou was created till iniquity was found in thee. You were so beautiful. The most beautiful created angel in heaven. From the day that you was, I created you, you were perfect in all your ways. Until something happened. Iniquity was found in thee. Wickedness was found in thee. Huh? Because this is what he said. I'm going to be above God. I'm going to sit on the throne of God. Wickedness was found in him. Verse 16. By the multitude of thy merchandise, they have filled the midst of thee with violence, and thou hast sinned. You have sinned, Satan. The multitude of your merchandise, everything that's in you, have filled you with violence, and thou hast sinned against God. Verse 16, continue. Therefore, I will cast thee as propane out of the mountain of God, and I will destroy thee, O covering cherub. I'm going to kick you out of heaven. O beautiful angel, O Lucifer, the anointed one, the chosen one. And I'm going to kick you out of heaven. And from the midst of the stone of fire, you're not going to be in heaven anymore. Because, verse 17, thine heart was filled up because of that beauty. You got conceited. You got so stuck up in yourself. Don't let your beauty of yourself have you stuck up in yourself. Some people are beautiful. And you're beautiful. But don't get stuck up That's what Satan did. His heart was lifted up because he was so beautiful. Thou hast corrupted thy wisdom by the reason of thy brightness. You corrupted your own self by looking at your own self. You're so beautiful. And God said, I will cast thee to the ground. I will lay thee before kings that they may behold thee. I'm casting you to the ground and everyone's going to see you. And know who you are. How's that going to happen? Check out. Verse 18. Thou hast defiled thy sanctuaries by the multitude of thine iniquities. You have defiled what I have created of you by the multitude of your wickedness. By the iniquity of thy traffic. Therefore, I will bring forth a fire from the midst of thee. He's going to send him to hell and it shall devour thee. One day he's going to be brought down to hell. And I will bring thee to ashes upon the earth in the sight of all them that behold thee. I'm, I'm kicking you out of heaven, and I'm going to bring you down. I'm going to bring you down. Revelation 12 and 4 says, what happened, It's because Satan, if you look at verse 16, he says, Thou, has sinned. He has sinned. So we see the origin of when sin started. Now when it also happened, Revelations 12 and 4 lets us know this is what happened when Satan got kicked out of heaven. Revelation 12 and 4. Let me get there. And his tail, meaning the devil, Drew the third part of the stars of heaven and did cast them to the earth. That's what Satan did. He took one third of the angels and dragged them down into the earth with him. And thus we have Satan and we have demons. I'm talking about temptation. Let's look at the origin of temptation. That's what we're looking at. He is the prince of the air. Ephesians 2 and 2. Go there. I hope you're writing all this down. Okay? Write all this down so you can study for yourself. I've already burned the midnight oil. Okay? Meaning, I've already studied and I know what I'm talking about. Okay? That's it. That's all. Now, Ephesians 2 and 2 says, He's the prince of the air. And since he's the prince of the air, we should no longer walk in darkness. Because that's what Satan is, darkness. Wherein? Ephesians 2 and 2. In time past, ye walked according to the course of this world. Remember when you were caught up in sin? We were walking in according to the course of the world, living in the world. According, listen to this, to the prince of of the power of the air. That would be Satan. That would be Satan. The prince of the air. You can't see it. You can't touch it. You can't feel it. But he's the prince of the air. In other words, he causes things to happen. He's a he's a, a Satan. And he has demonic spirits working within yeah. him. He's the prince of the air. That's the spirit that now worketh in children of disobedience. The spirit of disobedience work in people and it's the spirit of Satan that's in them. A demonic spirit can get into anyone and you have to be mindful of the spirit that a person is a, 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 that is in them. Now, Let me put to you like this. The spirit of Satan can get into anyone. Okay? Sometimes when he does, you have to be mindful, sometimes when the spirit of Satan gets into a person, they're not speaking. It's the spirit of a demonic spirit within them. And sometimes they don't even know it. You... My brothers and sisters in Christ need to be aware when someone is speaking. Are they speaking of their own accord? Are they they speaking by the spirit of God? Are they speaking by the demonic spirit of Satan? Because guess what? He can get into any one of us. Your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, your husband, your wife, your children, your friends, your relatives. The spirit of Satan can't get into a person. And most most times that person is unaware That they are being controlled By the spirit of Satan Put it like this If you speak in evil That's the spirit of Satan Simple as that Simple as that And what, what does that entail Whatever is evil Whatever is not good That could be the spirit of Satan what if I get angry and speak? Well, that's another thing. Getting angry and speaking for the moment, that's another thing. However, if that, if that anger continues and keeps going and going and going, you got the spirit of Satan up on you. That's why the Bible says, Be slow to listen. Slow to, no, be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger. When you are, are quick to listen, you can take things in, be slow to speak, you won't get angry, you've you, 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 you been thought about what you're going to say, and slow to anger. Don't get angry right away. Don't get angry right away. Be slow to anger, okay? Not that you w- will not get angry at times, but be slow to do it. And let there be a reason. Here's what the Bible also said about anger. Anger, he said, Don't let the sun go down on your anger. In other words, don't go to bed. Huh. Don't go to bed. Don't go to bed angry with someone. Husband, wife, children, whoever. Don't go to bed angry. That's a bad spirit. That's a bad spirit that you taking to bed with you, and you're gonna wake up with it. You know, you get into an argument with your wife, your husband. Uh, uh, okay, baby, I, I I'm not I'm I'm not I'm not going to bed angry. I love you. Good night. It's gonna be hard to do sometimes for some of y'all, but don't go to bed angry. Don't go to bed angry. Now we're talking about the prince of the air, who is Satan. Remember, we once walked in darkness, according to the according to the uh, 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 power of the prince of the air, but we're no longer in darkness. Okay, Ephesians five and eight says this: For ye were sometimes darkness, but now ye are light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. You were once in darkness, now you have been saved, and ye are now children of the light. That's why Jesus said, ye are the light of the world. A city that sets up on a hill, which cannot be hid. Then he says, let your light so shine before men. Let your light so shine before men. And do what's right in the sight of God. So, th- so you can glorify God. Sometimes the only Christian somebody going to see is you. The light in you. Let your light shine before men. We were once in darkness, but now we're in light. And the Bible also lets us know that we are going to be tempted. Check this out. If Satan tempted Jesus Christ, although he did not sin, what do you think he's going to do to us? Let's look look at that. Matthew, Matthew, 4th chapter. Matthew, 4th chapter. How did Jesus deal with temptation? Good question. I'm glad you asked. Matthew 4, 1 through 4. Listen to this. Then was Jesus, this was after Jesus got baptized by John the Baptist. The heavens opened up. And God said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. The spirit came upon him like a dove and God said those words. Now, after this, check this out. This is is a good analogy because uh, what happens to you after you, a new Christian, even us older Christians. This is what happens after baptism. Because this is what happened to Jesus after he was baptized Okay, then Matthew 4, 1 through 4. Then was Jesus led up the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. He was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward of hunger. And when the tempter came to him, Satan... He said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. But he answered and said, This is Jesus. It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Satan is tempting Jesus, and Jesus is talking back to Satan, and he is speaking to him the word of God. It is written it is written man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God that's in Deuteronomy the 8th chapter the 3rd verse write that down if you want to because Jesus is quoting the word of the Old Testament unto Satan because Satan is trying to trick him that's what Satan want to do he want to trick you he want to fool you we're going to get to that too Now, chapter 4, Matthew, verse 5 through 7. Then the devil taketh him into a holy city, and sitteth him upon the pinnacle of the temple. He taketh him to a holy city, and sitteth him upon the top of it. And he said unto him, verse 6, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee. And in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. What is he telling Jesus? he He got him on top of a pinnacle. He said, throw yourself down. Commit suicide. That's what he said. Because guess what? You ain't going to die. Because as you're going down, the angels, he says, angels uh, 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 go going to go, uh, uh, pick you up, bear you up. He's tempting Jesus. And what Jesus replied to him was in verse 7, Matthew 4. Jesus said unto him, it is written, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. That's in Deuteronomy 6 and 16. Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. He is combating, dealing with Satan and his temptations with the word of God. That's why the Bible says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Psalms 109 verses 111 and also uh, 111 and 105 and Psalms 119. 111 and then uh, uh, also verse 105. I think that's it. Because thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Why is the word a lamp unto my feet? If I got God's word in me, it's going to lead me, it's going to guide me. And that's why David says in the same chapter, I will hide it in my heart for this purpose. One purpose only. So that I might not sin against God. And so Jesus is combating Satan with the word of God. You got to combat Satan with the word that's in you. Okay? Speak it. Speak it unto Satan. Speak the word of God to him. This is what Jesus is speaking. And then, check this out. He ain't finished, he's not finished. Matthew, the fourth chapter, verse 8. Again, the devil taketh him up into a exceeding high mountain. And show him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. He taking him up here and said, Look at this, all this, Jesus. And he said unto him, All these things will I give thee if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. wait. What? He said, I'll give you all these things if you fall down and worship me. Some of you, some people have done just that. They've gotten all these things, all this money, all this stuff, all the houses and the lands, the boats and everything, the bling, 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 all these things I will give you if you will what? Fall down and worship me. Some people are satanic. And they worship the devil. And the devil said, I'm going to reward you. But guess what? uh, 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 It ain't going to end like that. It ain't going to end like that. I'm going to get to that too. It ain't going to end like that. If you fall down and worship me, I give you all these things. Jesus put it like this. What does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? How much do you cost? How much can you be bought for? How much will you sell out? Sell your soul to the devil? What does it profit a man? To gain the whole world and lose your soul. Because the soul is required unto Jesus on the day of judgment. Remember when God created man and, and from the dust of the ground, and man became a living soul? That soul is going back to God. W- what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose your soul? Lose it where? In hell. And this is what Jesus did, Satan Sam I'm going to give you all this stuff. Verse 10, Matthew the 4th chapter, Then said Jesus unto him, Get things For it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and Him only shalt thou serve. He, he biting him off with the word. Get back off me, Satan. Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. That's three times Satan came at Jesus on this mountain. And Jesus kept him off of him with the word. And that's what he said. And him only shall thou serve. And then this is what happened. Number 11. Then. Then. The devil leaveth him. And behold angels came. And ministered unto him. The devil left. Sometimes. Check this out. Sometimes. When the devil can't get you. He leaves just for a season, but he's coming back. He's coming back. If I can't get you this way, I'll get you another way. Then the devil leaveth him for a season. Join Reverend Gray
0: next week as he continues the teaching on temptation. You can hear all Reverend Gray's teachings.